0: Almost Daily Devotional Podcast, episode number 165. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the almost daily devotional. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and today I'm excited to bring to you a special word that has inspired me to record another episode from Galatians chapter 2. That's right, my friends. Today's uh, talk here is going to be about uh, no longer following the rules, no more rule keeping. And uh, I, you know, honestly, before me, I only have one thing, and that is a block of scripture that I want to read to you from a translation that I don't often read, and and I'll explain to you how that all came about in just a moment. But um, before I get there, let me just share with you. Uh, A little bit about where things are today. Again, this is the Almost Daily Devotional. (laughs) They're they're, they're very heavy heavy emphasis on the almost and and very little emphasis on the daily. Uh, But, you know, this has been something that I've been doing for a very long time. And you guys know that back on uh, September 26th, which is actually officially one month ago today, I, I came back to the Almost Daily Devotional and started releasing some episodes. I did, uh, He Loves You Anyway, Let Me Love You, and uh, Who Do You Follow? And, and uh, not only that, but I had also returned back to the About the Church podcast with some content as as well. And that's what I want to address for just a moment. That's the one I want to talk about. It was uh, September twenty second, 2011, and I sat down behind a microphone and I shared a conversation that I had with a client of mine and how that cl- how basically after a consulting call, that conversation turned in a whole different direction than I would have ever anticipated. But I had shared with him a decision that I had made um, after going on a journey over the last five years that I was no longer going to go to church anymore and i made that decision and and i didn't did not make that decision alone i made that decision with my wife and we had uh, some wonderful conversations with our children and and we put it out there it, it it is it is done it's a decision that we had made now does that mean we'll never go to these things called a, a you know that are a gathering of believers in a specific location that's been organized and that happens on a weekly basis ever again I don't know. I'm not even thinking that far in advance right now. All I can tell you is that um, I want to share with you a little bit about what's been going on with one whole month, actually over a month now, since I've gone to a Sunday morning gathering of believers. If you want to call that going to church, uh, then that's that's fine. I, I will argue or would argue that I have had some of the most amazing experiences within the church in the last month that I have ever had. Well, actually, I take that back. Back in the early days, I've had some amazing experiences with the church. And even within organized religion, even within these organized meetings, I have in my past had some amazing experiences within the church. In in and when I say experiences, I'm I'm literally talking about genuine, authentic fellowship or body life or relationships with other people that were very much like what you read about in Acts 2, 42 through 47. And uh, but but I, here's here's what I will say though. I've experienced more since I stopped following the rules than when I was following the rules, you see, the focus for me too much was on following the rules. You know, I you know, good Christians go to church. Good Christians do this. Good Christians read their Bible every single day. Good Christians, you know, uh, do this and that and all these other things. and And I was trying to earn God's favor, and and oftentimes I was trying to look good in the sight of others. In fact, I you know, oftentimes I would say about the church has been you know it, it the, or the about the church podcast and the, let's forget about that one for just a second the this this one here the almost daily devotional oftentimes has been more about me than it has been about god and i would say that i would argue that that's probably still the case today um and and sometimes it's been so much about me that it's it's about impressing you the listener the audience the the gspn community um and, and and you know and, and and i'm trying to i'm trying to completely wean myself away from that that's one of the reasons why it is the almost daily devotional i you know I'm, I'm not perfect i'm not going to sit here and say that this is a part of my life every single day this is how how great i am that i think about god and place god first every single day and you know what i tried that too i tried to follow that rule i tried that uh this year it was you know from Dece- late december all the way through the end of May, every single morning up at 5 a.m. And I remember getting out there and recording podcasts and, and telling the world about how awesome I've been at keeping that rule and how good I felt about keeping that rule. And then all of a sudden when things happened, I wasn't keeping that rule. The guilt and the shame and the and the what will people think kind of feelings that came along with that. Not necessarily that people were judging me, but the fact that, that yeah, people do, you know, and and, and 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 i do i i imagine you know the number of times when i follow the rules how how when i am keeping the rules and and it's for the purpose of keeping the rules that that i look at other people who aren't and and i think differently about those people and not that i want to but but sometimes i get a little self-righteous so so okay like i said i don't have anything other than i, I do have a scripture that i want to read to you something that i was listening to a podcast today, but but where you know what's my life been like? What's you know is my family in complete disarray, uh, without having attended a Sunday morning gathering of believers? You know what has you know what about my children? Are they falling apart? Are they crumbling? Um, you know I I want to I want to share with you uh, what life without rules, life without religion has been like for over one month. And I want to tell you, it has been the most blessed experience I've ever had. It, it really has. It. My family is being transformed from the inside out. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect. But things are changing. And things are changing big time. Now we're talking about big time change. And it's not things that I'm doing. It's things that Christ is doing in me. Or things that I'm only doing within my law within Christ's love, and 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 it's hard for me to explain this because here's the thing: I've been listening to podcast content, I've been listening to sermons, I've been listening, I've been reading books, and and I keep hearing all this language, and and you know what? Words can very, words can barely put into place what I'm talking about, and and what I've been reading about, and it's a lot of it's been a mystery to me, and a lot of it honestly is still a mystery to me, but I know it to be true. What is it that I know to be true? I know that God loves me. Or I'm learning that God loves me unconditionally. And that there's nothing I can do, not one single thing that I can do to earn God's love. I, you know, that that's you know what? Just go back three episodes of the almost daily devotional and and listen to those. I mean, you've heard me talk about those things. These are the things that God's laying in my heart, and I'm still discovering this. I'm still uncovering. Uh, the depths of God's love. And, and I may never fully understand it, but I do more and more each day. Waking up without this constantly being in this potential state of guilt, you know, or this constant state of potential guilt. How's that? Uh, known as this prohibitive conscience. I am no longer afraid of what people think about me. You know, I do some stupid things. I say some some weird things. I emailed a friend and uh, -and so-and-so, you know, emailed me this thing and, and says, hey, you know, if you'd like, I'd, I'd be uh, happy to, to meet you at the airport and we can grab breakfast before you go in. And, and without even thinking, I I said, you know, hey, you know, how far away are you from the Columbus airport? You know, are you up for an, uh, an, you know, an out of town guest? And I'm like, (laughs) it didn't even dawn on me how crazy, no, the thing is, is I've had some email conversations with this person, uh, you know, several times. Uh, and, and, and this is something that somebody that's become quite a friend, I think, via, you know, email communications and a phone call, uh, that we've once had. And so, you know, but, but I, all of a sudden last night I laid in bed and I'm like, oh my gosh, how incredibly insensitive of me to, or, or, forward of me to invite myself what the heck was i thinking i feel so bad i feel so stupid i mean like i should get out of bed right now and go and 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 write an email and i and and before i would have done that you know what and and i and i thought about it and it's like you know what (sighs) that was stupid it really was and and tomorrow i'll deal with it but tonight i'm not feeling well i'm i'm praying that i'll get better and you know what? I'll just I'll deal with it in the morning, and I'm not going to even deal with it the first thing in the morning. I'll deal with it tomorrow. I, I that was that was incredibly stupid of me. And and you know what? If 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 I don't make it to tomorrow, it, in the long run, it's not going to be that the biggest deal. And and you know what? Maybe this person thinks I'm a goofball and thinks it's like who is this Cliff Ravenscraft? And and here's the thing: I'm getting to the point where you know what? I really do want to have a good reputation. But I'm not perfect, and I can't let my, I can't beat myself up all the time. I can't let guilt and shame over the stupid things that I often do continually eat me up and drive me to stay up late at night and to try to fix and cover my tracks everywhere I go. I need to live in the fact that God loves me. And if God loves me, who else do I need to impress? And, and the question is, do I allow God to manage my reputation. And and does my reputation and if God's managing my reputation then does it always have to, you know, what if people lie about me? Well, then then maybe some people will lie about me. Maybe some people will say some horrible nasty things about me. My question is is where do I focus my energy? Where do I focus my attention? What are the most important things that I should focus on today? You know, and and sometimes you know, clearing up some stupid stuff that I did yesterday is a part of what my agenda should be today. And I, and I clearly feel that from the the prompting of the spirit and, and the discernment of where I should go this day. And uh, so, here, but here's the thing, you know, the, where where am I going with all of this? Like, you know, I really don't know. But I hope that you'll you'll deal with me talking for a little while today because. You know these are almost daily, and more on the almost, and less on the daily. But uh, you know, things have been amazing. Things, you know, you know, obviously some some things are clearly being uncovered about you know places where I've fallen fallen short as a husband over the past few years, uh, places where I've fallen short as a father over the past few years, as a spiritual leader of my family over the past few years. And all of these other things, thing, things are becoming more clear. And so that, I'm not going to say that everything's rosy and, and it's like, wow, I made this decision and now I'm living in the center of God's love and and everything clearly, you know, became so perfect and we live in a Norman Rockwell painting now. That's, that's our life today. Lives today. No, that's not how it is. But let me tell you, things are being redeemed, you know? you know, issues within, within my marriage are being redeemed. Time, uh, that's been neglected with my family is being redeemed. You know, last night I went out on a date with my two daughters, you know, and Stephanie went out on a date with Matthew and, and we invested some money, you know, and we invested some resources into the lives of our children. And, and for me to spend that time with my two daughters was just out of this world. Amazing and just sitting down at, at dinner with them across the table and and just listening to them talk about their day you know nothing fancy no life shattering earth shaking conversations but just hearing them talk about their day and and just you know th- having them ask me questions about my day and what's coming up and just having one-on-one communication with my my daughters was just amazing and then after that went to the we went over to the bookstore and went into the children's section and we perused through children's books and and Kenna was reading me stories. I was reading her stories. Megan was found this book that was you know f- hilarious from stuff that she saw in a Junie being J- Junie B. Jones book anyway, I, you guys probably know what I'm talking about. Any anyway, Joni B jo- anyway, it doesn't matter. she was reading me some stuff and we just had a great time we just hung out. And then after that, we went um, to Coldstone Creamery, and, and all three of us got some ice cream, and it was still nice enough outside to, to where we didn't need a jacket, and we were just enjoying the outside weather, and sat on this little bench in this, this very nice, um, aesthetically pleasing kind of hangout place, and with our ice cream, just sat there and just had a good time together. And, and my daughters are like, Dad, thank you. I had the most amazing time tonight. And both of my daughters said that, you know, and, 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 and you know what? Being free has, has done a lot of things for me. Being free from the rules has, and, 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 and seeking God's love and seeking nothing more than that just seeking the fact that that and and not seeking it in such a way that i have to earn it but just seeking to understand how much it's already been given to me that it's already there for me in in in, in vast quantities that i can never exhaust this is amazing news this is the good news of the gospel of jesus christ this is amazing that 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 god loves me and it's not about following the rules you know, I went out for within the last month. I've went out also with a uh, on a date with my son and and I didn't have as many resources that night, but it was amazing that that you know there was there was things where my son says, "Hey, can we get this? Can we do this?" and and I was I wasn't able to say yes that evening to a lot of those things, but still at the end of the night, my son said, "Wow, dad, that was the best night ever." I really had a good time you know and it, and it just reminds me that i need to be doing this more often and i plan to do it more often and and i plan i plan to do it you know and and make it a priority above so many other things like last night by the way last night guess what it was it was tuesday night it was a t- it was a school night and i you know what who cares you know I, I it was it was what was important at the time you know and and that's where god's laying on my heart what's the important things in life, you know, and, and, and one of the things, if, if you only listen to almost a daily devotional and the, about the church and some of the other stuff, and you don't listen to my Podcast Answer Man podcast just because you're not into the technical side of podcasting, if you like this content here, will you go and listen to episode number 230 of Podcast Answer Man? And here's how you get to it. You just go to podcastanswerman.com slash why, podcastanswerman.com slash why. And I'm actually pulling up a little thing here. Link, Pam, slash W-H-Y. Podcastanswerman.com slash why. I'll put that in the show notes. And the reason why is it's because it's titled, Why Do I Do What I Do? And it explains why, you know, I, the, the clarity and the focus that I'm beginning to have on the things that I should focus on. You know, um, you know, my email inbox has been something that's plagued me forever and just keeping up with it. And and that's the one thing that oftentimes will just get me off track and and all these other things. And being clear on what I do and what I don't do and and focusing. So, I mean, God's really bringing a great sense of clarity of what my time should be devoted to. And it's not just the numbers thing. It's not just about the money either. It's it, You know, some of the things like today... I will tell you right now, um, there are there are a couple things that are on my list of things to do today. Matter of fact, do you want to see... Uh, uh, gosh, I'm jumping all over the place. Le- yeah, let me tell you. Another thing that I've just decided to do, and, and I'm going to put a link to this in the show notes. I, ju- I took a picture of my prayer journal today. Um, I have a written prayer journal again and and it's not because i feel like i have to and good christians keep these things you know don't don't try to emulate everything that i do because that's that's the problem i always had i heard what other people do and it's like oh i'm going to emulate what they do and that's how i become even better at this thing that's called christianity and living like god wants me to live and and stuff and i'm just going to put a note on here for photo of my prayer journal for Ten twenty six. Actually, why don't I just read it to you? I may also put a a link to the photo in the show notes, but I I started keeping a prayer journal as well and a a written one. You know, I've, I've had these ones that have been typed up and, and, and sometimes I'm like, you know, I want to type them because that way, um, it, you know, I can keep it and, and, you know, all kinds of other reasons why it's like, you know, but who is this for? Is it is it for me to come back to? Um, is it for my kids to have one day? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I really, sometimes I, sometimes I struggle, you know, maybe I'd love my kids to be able to read these. And, you know, and I remember like my mom's got some old diaries of my grandmother and, you know, she has them and she's got, you know, tons of brothers and sisters who don't have them or maybe they have other ones. But, you know, sometimes I'm like, well, who, who would get this if it, if there's only one copy? So I don't know. Maybe, maybe one day I'll, I'll make a scanned copy of a digital copy of all my prayer journals, except for the ones that, one that got lost a long time ago. I've never done a a written prayer journal since I, I lost one on my anniversary, one of my anniversary dates with my wife and I lost one and that, that really hurt. It really did. But, um, I started, you know, another prayer a written prayer journal on October 22nd, 2011. Um I was given this very cool little tiny uh leather-bound notebook by somebody at a at the financial blogger conference. And they gave me this amazing pen. Um it I I it's called a a Tradio, T R A D I O, and it is a Stylo, S T Y L O T R J uh, I can't read it here. 50, I think, TRJ 50. Anyway, uh, I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll put I'll put link to pen in show notes. I'll, anyway, I got this amazing pen. It's got this tip that's almost like writing with an old style quill. And it allows me to write in a way that I love to write, which is really super tiny print. Anyway, I'm going to read to you today's uh, prayer journal. And, it, and, and, and it, it's a very small little book. So I don't, it's easy for me to to fill up a page real quickly. And, I, I, and sometimes I'll just stop in the middle of my day and write a couple sentences. But anyway, here's what I wrote this morning. It's Wednesday, October 26, 2011, 8.56 a.m. Father, would you show me how much you love me today? And will you teach me how to live in your love? I have two desires above others today. Number one, Record an about the church episode on the parable of the incredibly loving father, also known as the parable of the prodigal son. Um, And and then uh, uh, number two, record an almost daily devotional on Galatians 2 from the message. Father, I know there will be many other things that I need to accomplish this day. Please help me to do them in your strength and in the center of your love for me. Actually, I have another thing I would like to do. Number three, write a letter to my wife and kids today. In your love and care, I commit my day in Christ, Cliff. So here it is. It's Wednesday, October 26, 2011. It is currently 1019 a.m. I have not answered a single email. I have not opened up my calendar instead i woke up this morning not feeling great by the way i'm getting over something i don't know what it is um (coughs) sinus infection or or what have you but um hopefully slowly getting over it so that i can be over it by the time i get out of town go out of town anyway i I started the morning off by waking up a little later than usual um writing into my prayer journal having myself some breakfast coming down here, reading, uh, a me- you know, actually, I was listening to a podcast this morning, which prompted me to write the prayer that I wrote, and which basically brought up Galatians chapter two from the message, and all this other stuff. So, um, and, and here I am, I'm down here, I'm, I'm putting first this podcast episode, and then after this, I'm going to do the About the Church podcast episode. And while I'm processing those, I may actually start working on some other stuff for the day. But my goal today is to get those things done. And I have some, I have a couple pieces of paper here. I have one, two, three, actually I have five, but I only need four. Unless I need two pages for my wife. But um, I've got these, these little pieces of paper here and I'm going to write some, some letters to my, my wife and kids today. That That's what I feel led to do. You know, and if that's all I get done today, today, that's fine. It really is. Because cause I'm looking, I don't have any consulting calls. I or, Well, I, I know I don't have any consulting calls today. I have some important things. Actually, I do have a, a meeting with a, a, f- a friend that's helping me with some website stuff today and, and stuff. But, I, and I'll probably get some other things done. And, and I got to email inbox zero last night. So, Everything's all good. It really is. And and but that's the other thing is, is being very clear. I had an email come in. It says, you know, if it, by, by the way, go to podcastanswerman.com slash equipment. I used to have five different equipment packages. Now I only have one. And you know what? Most of the, about nine out of every 10 times somebody bought equipment from the, bought num, the package number five anyway. And so I said, you know what? That, that's the only package I'm going to sell. And, and I'm questioning whether or not I should continue to sell the Heil packages. Um... In, until maybe you know down the road, I find a, a good automated system for, for farming out the equipment orders. When somebody does actually place an order for equipment, then I could add individual items that have lower margins. But right now, it doesn't make sense for me to be involved directly with profit mar- margins that are so low. My focus should be in, in some other areas. And it's not just money in other areas. It, it, but that, that is certainly something that was just eating away at my time. You know, and so I got this email saying, hey, Cliff, I would like to talk to you about, you know, I came across your site and I would like to talk to you about, you know, uh, equipment options for recording a telephone interviews and like to get your opinions and stuff like that. And, um, and, uh, and I said, oh, that's great. I would, I I certainly have a lot of experience with with recording interviews and uh, I would love to work with you. Uh, I do consulting slash, you know, one-on-one consulting slash coaching at $300 per hour with a minimum of one hour. And, um, you know, I, I, would love to set up a session with you. I'm currently booked until November 8th, but I do have the, this time slot and this time slot open on the 8th if you want to schedule a call. And, it, and, and, I noticed last night that that person did write back and say, Hey, you know, I, I, I you know, honestly, I'm not looking to set up a scheduling. You know, I, I, I actually, I'm looking to actually buy this equipment from you and, um, you know and and just looking for some point of sale advice so basically i want to buy this gear from you at a price that's competitive with everybody else out there but i also want to have a you know 20 to 30 or 45 minute conversation uh you know based upon your five years of experience in in answering this and yes i'll make you know i'll make 50 profit overall on the top of the order so not only will i need to spend you know 15 20 maybe 30 minutes of total time spent on the order but also another 30 to 45 minutes on the phone with the person answering questions and you know doing all that other stuff and so you know it's like man that that's not what i do that's and and so i mean and, and here's the thing and, I'm, and and it's very easy for me because now i'm so focused i know how to do this and i'm handling these things in a way that you know i'm not saying i'm too good for you or i'm too good for this i don't make enough money to it. no that's not how i communicate but but it's easy for me to answer an email saying you know oh i appreciate that um you know and and you know obviously i do have some blog posts out there that talk about these various different things um you know and and here's a link to this here's a link to that um and here's here's a source for you where you could go and purchase this gear and and i can do that with probably you know less than 5 minutes of my time and I will respond to that email and 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 it's done you know and and I move on with my day and and guess what I don't feel you know I can't feel guilty about making everyone happy with the way that I decide to do things and and you know I try to make everybody happy but you know I know it's not going to happen but here's the thing you know my wife you know she is you know we have our family has not gone to Sunday morning, you know, coming back to this conversation again. All right. Our family has not gone to a Sunday morning, morning gathering every week. Our family has gone to a small gathering of believers on Wednesday evening, with the exception of Megan. She's been going to dance class that night, but, um, you know, she, you know, our, you know, Stephanie and I have been having some regular intentional gathering time with other believers on Wednesday evenings. And it's been great. Um, and, and the, the focus that we have on relationships is, has even brought that to an entirely new level. It's not something we do out of, uh, being compelled to or something we feel like we have to, it's something we desire to, you know, but the thing is, is even then our kids are just being babysat and usually in front of a TV, you know, with a movie, um, you know, Stephanie and I, one of the, well, I can say this for me, one of the things I desire is to throw together some more informal gatherings with some other believers to come over and uh, just share life together where the kids can be with us and, and hang out amongst us and, and the kids can be part of the conversation and and stuff like that as well. So I'm looking at those things. You know, Stephanie and I are having very intentional times with our children individually with them, together with them. And, uh, you know, I, I think our kids are, are getting a great deal more out of, out of a relationship with God or an understanding of what a relationship with God is more than they have at least from us in years. And, um, I, I think things are extremely well. I think I do. actually, I know they are, um, our lives are being transformed. And, and my faith is deeper and richer than it's ever been. Deeper and richer than it's ever been. All right. So so here's the thing. I'm going to go ahead and read to you what I heard in this podcast today. And, and I'm going to read to you Galatians chapter two. All right. So this is Galatians chapter two. This comes from the message translation by uh, Eugene, Eugene Peterson. All right. Now, the thing is, this is, you know, the, even even the podcast that I was listening to, the, the guy who used to be a pastor of a pretty significant church, um, uh, even says, he says, you know, he, he likes the message translation. He likes Eugene, what Eugene Peterson does with a lot of this. And he says, and of course, this is one of those guys that knows the whole, you know, original Greek and Hebrew and all that other stuff, which I have no clue. But he says, you know, there are some places where Eugene doesn't quite get it right, uh, but there are some places where he does, and he says this is one of those places where he certainly gets it right. And uh, this is this is kind of a paraphrase of of what's being said in Galatians chapter two. Now, with this being said, I'm going to read to you today what the message says, and if you if you, I want to encourage you to pick up either a New American Standard version, a NIV version of the of the scriptures and go and look at uh, Galatians chapter 2 starting with verse 15 and going through the end and and read it to see if it doesn't say pretty much the same thing you know if it, if you think it's a little out of whack then then you know take this episode for what it is and and just move on with your journey but uh this is this is something that that God has clearly been laying on my heart and it's not just this one translation of the message. This is something that God has been, his spirit has been putting into my heart, has has been whispering into my heart. And so I'm going to read to you from Galatians chapter two, starting with this verse 15, moving all the way to the end of Galatians chapter two. And this is what the message, uh, how the message reads. It says, we Jews, by the way, this is Paul writing to the the Christians that are in Galatia. We Jews know that we have no advantage of birth over non-Jewish sinners. We know very well that we are not set right with God by rule-keeping, but only through personal faith in Jesus Christ. How do we know? We tried it, and we had the best system of rules in the, the world has ever seen, convinced that no human— being, convinced that no human being can please God by self-improvement, we believed in Jesus as the Messiah so that we might be set right before God by trusting in the Messiah, not by trying to be good. Have some of you noticed that we are not yet perfect? <laughs> no, okay, no great surprise, right? And are you ready to make the accusation that since people like me who go through Christ in order to get things right with God aren't perfectly virtuous. Christ must therefore be an accessory to sin. The, accusa- the accusation is frivolous. If I was, quote unquote, trying to be good, I would be rebuilding the same old born- barn that I tore-, tore down. I would be acting as a charlatan. What actually took place is this. I tried keeping the rules and working my head off to please God, and it didn't work. So I quit being a quote-unquote law man or rule follower so that I could be with God's man or so that I could be God's man. So let me start that one over. What actually took place is this. I tried keeping the rules and working my head off to please God and it didn't work. So I quit being a lawman so that I could be God's man. Christ's life showed me how and enabled me to do it. I identified myself completely with Him. Indeed, I have been crucified with Christ. My ego is no longer central. It is no longer important that I appear righteous before you or have your good opinion, and I am no longer driven to impress God. Christ lives in me. The life you see me living is not mine, but it is lived by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I am not going to go back on that. Is it not clear to you that to go back on to that old, rule-keeping, peer-pleasing religion would be an abandonment of everything personal and free in my relationship with God? I want to read that one one more time. Is it not clear to you that to go back to that old, rule-keeping, peer-pleasing religion would be an abandonment of everything personal and free in my relationship with God? I refuse to do that to repudiate God's grace. If a a living relationship with God could come by rule keeping, then Christ died unnecessarily. My friends, I am no longer following the rules. I have not been following the rules now intentionally for over a month. And I want to just tell you Christ's love is in me. It's flowing through me, and He is giving me new life and love like I've never experienced or haven't experienced in many years. It compels me to want to do good works. It compels me to want to fellowship in true body life with other believers. It compels me to want to give freely of my own free will to give with the generous and kind heart. It's compelling me to want to be the husband and the father that I want to be. It compels me to want to spend time alone with God. It compels me to get into his word, to seek him, to know him deeper, to understand his purpose for my life. I am in Christ and I am no longer a rule follower.